Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. If you'd like to reach us or contact us with a question, or maybe you just want to tell us how much you appreciate the messages that you're reaching with podcasts, we want to say thank you for taking the time each day to listen to these podcasts. We really want to sow into your life. We really want to change the way that you think. We really want to get some positive things, even though all the negative things on the news today and all the negativity with the November 4th elections and all the things you're seeing on TV that are just derogative and knocking down. I still truly believe that God's doing some wonderful things in the body of Christ. And I just thank God for the Holy Spirit and the presence of God that is is bringing a revelation. You know, the Bible said that whatsoever we sow, we shall reap, Galatians 6 and 7. And we understand that process. But I think there's so many times that we get in such a a negative world. We get into such a, a difficult situation in our lives that we can find in Isaiah 26 and 12 through 16. And and Isaac sowed in the land and reaped the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. If you read verse 1 of Genesis 26, you'll find out there was a famine in the land. And and Isaac wanted to get out of there and go to a different place. And God said, I want you to dwell right here. I'm going to bless you right in the middle of the struggle. And the Bible said in verse 13, the man and began to prosper, continued to prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great mighty number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. Now I want you to understand something. Isaac got a hold of a revelation here. He began to sow. He got a hundredfold return in the self-same year. Everybody else was in a famine. and but, but Isaac was seeing the blessings and the favor of God upon his life. And the Bible goes on to say that he began to prosper and he continued to prosper until he became very prosperous. What, what made him become prosperous and then continue to prosper and then become very prosperous? He understood the process of sowing and reaping. He began to learn to sow. Even though there's a famine in the land, a lot of times, you know, we sow seed and we're giving and we get this revelation for two or three months and we begin to sow and then we go through difficult times and we, we stop sowing and don't continue to sow and, and we wonder why we don't receive a continuous harvest. The Bible said that Isaac began to prosper. He continued prospering until he became very, very prosperous. So we see here that Isaac got a hold of the revelation. And then in verse 16 it says, And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are mightier than we. Now we see here that the king of the Philistines realized the blessing that was on Isaac. He said, you got to get out of here, man. You're mightier than all of us. You're greater than all of us. Now, where did Isaac get this from? We go back and look at his father, Abraham. Abraham was a sower. Abraham had a revelation to sow. He began to sow and see the blessings of God. He began to pay tithes to Abimelech. And so we begin to see the revelation here of sowing begin to be established through Abraham. And we understand that Abraham was prospering because of the favor that was on his life. A seed activates heaven's power every time in our life. And we see this begin to happen. Prayer wasn't made for money. Seed was made for money. And that's the thing about it. You can pray all you want to pray. And I'm not against prayer. I'm all for prayer. But I love what Ecclesiastes 1 and 8 says. Cast your bread upon the waters, for you will find it after many days. Give a serving seven or even eight times. You don't know when the evil was on the earth. If the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. If a tree falls to the south or the north, in the place where the tree falls, that shall it lie. If you observe the wind or struggles or circumstances when you begin to sow, you'll never become a professional sower. What I mean by a professional sower, I mean a person that begins to sow in the crisis, sows when things are difficult. 
difficult. You know, right now, everybody's saying, save your money, hoard it up. But I'd rather have money into the kingdom of God than to have money in a checking account. Because I'm telling you, if you got money in the kingdom of God, you can get a receipt upon that account. You know, you know what Paul said? Paul said, thank you guys to the, to the Ephesians for sowing in the middle of his crisis, sowing in the middle of his struggles. Not that I needed the money, but I, I see that you prosper and I've, it's to your account that the favor and the blessings of God. So we understand that you can pray all you want to pray about money, but it'll never come to fruition. Because Philippians 4, and I believe it's about 16, says, not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. So we recognize we have a heavenly account in the, in the presence of God. So we sow into the kingdom and everybody loves to read this scripture in in verse 19 of Philippians 4 and my God shall supply all your need. But the word need there is the word declare. In other words, what you speak according to the riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But if you'll notice, you got to read 15, 16, 17, and 18 because they were giving and then God said, I'll meet all your needs according to the riches in glory by Christ Jesus as you're giving. we got to understand that if I'm going to activate heaven, there's a process called a law. I can stand on top of my desk and jump off my desk every time the law of gravity is going to take me to the earth or the law of sowing and reaping. It doesn't say you sow a prayer and you're going to get a harvest. Everything's going to produce after its kind. I'm not against prayer. But you can't sow what you don't have, but you can't have what you don't sow. So we got to understand the mindset when Jesus, God sowed a son to get a family. I hear people say all the time, well, pastor, you know, I'm just giving because I love Jesus. That's a wonderful thing. But a farmer don't plant a crop because he loves Jesus. He plants a crop because he's expecting a harvest. And God does the same thing. He sowed a son expecting to get a family. And the the the, the law of process of sowing and reaping works every time. That's the beauty of grace.